Sorry, it has been a while. I know. I haven't forgotten. I just stopped recording about the four agreements. But here we go, pages 86, 87, 88. I have not forgotten, guys. Don't worry. I just... In all honesty, I've had a lot going on. Um, You know, you guys hear what I post about. Um, You know, I've had a lot going on. And... It takes time away from some of the other things. Um, Sometimes when I'm recording certain stuff, it's because I'm studying a certain topic. And sometimes it does help me to kind of actively put it down to the side and then refocus on it at a later period and see what growth has come along the way. I will say, honestly, if I just reflect a bit from this book... Uh, Just to talk about it a bit before I start talking about it some more and reading the next reading about the next pages. I'm learning a lot. Um, I've engaged more with doctors um, as far as, you know, for my own personal health, not really for like educational reasons necessarily. And I'm kind of, you know, listening to what they say and seeing kind of where they go with things uh of what they recommend for me I mean some of it is just stuff that I need to hear all the time but also one thing I'm noticing is that a lot of providers don't really give like actionable steps for things so for example for the most part most of us know you know if you're having some kind of issues coming up Usually it's something along the lines of one or a combination of something psychological that could be like an emotional situation or maybe like something from from your past that's affecting your mood and emotions currently. That's kind of one category. Another category is kind of like uh, physical health, like your body. What's your body doing? Um are you in pain do you not feel well what's your brain doing like cognitively are you able to focus are you able to to center are you able to kind of um you know uh be alert and like do you need some kind of supplement like do you need caffeine do you need melatonin like does something have to help you go to sleep or does something have to help you kind of get rolling in the daytime what does your day look like you know like what 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 actually comes up you know like usually you know or is it like some kind of a a spiritual matter you know usually you're usually going to find something within those categories and it is all combined in a lot of ways right but you're rarely going to find something that doesn't fit in one of those areas like you know, you're rarely going to come across something where nobody's going to know what to do or nobody's going to, no one professional is going to have anything to recommend. Even if they might not have the exact right answers, they usually kind of know what to recommend. But one thing I'm noticing with, with a lot of providers, some providers is that they might identify issues, you know, based on tests, 
um, or based on something else. But I feel like the thing that they kind of miss sometimes is that they don't really give you like direct steps. So for example, you know, if I'm working on my physical health and I come in, like I came in, I don't mind sharing. It's kind of personal, but I don't really mind sharing. I was like, you know, my main concerns were things like, you know, I get irritable easily. Um, I, you know, have trouble sleeping. I don't feel very rested in the morning when I wake up. And when I'm trying to like get my work done, I get kind of foggy, you know, uh, I find myself a little like not so clear all the time. Uh, not all the time, but some days I just feel like off and it comes and goes. And sometimes it's likely a blood sugar thing. Sometimes it's likely an insomnia thing. Sometimes it's likely a caffeine thing. Sometimes it's likely a trauma trigger type of thing. Like there's many ways that something can go within the day that's going to make it so some of these issues are going to come up for like a day or two or half a week or a week or something like that. Uh, But usually it's not like it's not like every single day the same problem all the time every day like it's not always like that and so I do know that it's like whatever decisions and choices I'm making kind of make it so some of these issues kind of occur you know if I'm pushing too hard and staying up too late and then not sleeping enough of course I'm not going to feel like energetic you know if my blood sugar is low of course I'm going to be all grouchy and irritable with other people and very like short fused you know like Um, and it's up to me to do these things. It's up to me to eat and get, get my food, like prioritize eating, eating the meals on time and not pushing past, you know, when I need to actually have proper new, proper food or like actually having proper nutrition instead of just eating any old thing, like a McDonald's burger versus like, you know, some kind of like healthier food from home that I cook by myself, uh, with fresh garden vegetables and fruits and, you know, healthy food that's organic, uh, from like the local, like co-op type of market versus like some weird GMO thing, some gigantic chicken that we get from like some weird store, um, from like the mainstream branch stores and things like I'm aware that, you know, if I make decisions to partake in those types of activities or foods, my, my day or my next few hours isn't going to, it's going to be basically affected by how I feed myself, either mentally feed myself or emotionally feed myself or physically feed myself with food or water or whatever it may be, you know, the output of what I put in, it's going to have, is going to be something and I might not always like what that output is even if I'm putting something in that I like like sometimes I like staying up late working on projects because I'm having fun with the projects sometimes I like drinking caffeine when I shouldn't drink caffeine because it feels good and I like I like the feeling of having energy more than I like the feeling of not having energy you know I like the feeling of being able to think alertly and clearly and smoothly versus like every single like complex thought process is like you know a little bit painful like because it's a little bit stressful to kind of like think really hard 
about things when my brain is super foggy and you know it's a little frustrating when you know I I'm not processing things as fast uh and if I'm stressed out you know from it because I need to be moving faster but I'm not you know uh that can be a frustrating thing um or if I want to go and make more money and do deliveries or something like that but then I'm just like my energy is just tanking and I just I'm starting to get kind of like agitated and like a little bit stressed out about driving and traffic and stuff. And it's like, you know, a lot of things I'm doing right now are optional. So it is kind of an interesting way for me to test out things in my lifestyle. But um, I'm basically just noticing that, you know, when I talk to doctors, you know, they don't really tend to give steps. It's like, it seems to be up to me other than when they say, okay, take this medicine or take this supplement or take this thing at these times in this day and then come back to an appointment at this time or go to this other specialist for this reason and do that, do that, get inspected in that way and then come back and we'll look at the results and we'll talk about the next steps. Like usually it's kind of like that, like, but they usually don't give a whole lot in between of what to be doing. They're not like, okay, you need to start doing this at this time and start doing that at that time. Like they don't really give like a lot of like scheduling advice. Um, and I've noticed that with psychologists too. It's like sometimes they're just like, oh, we're going to talk like in theory about like your anxiety or about depression or about whatever um, and try to get to know you and try to talk about these different things um, and see what's coming up. But they don't seem to really directly challenge anything uh too intensive they don't really seem to you know sometimes understand things one thing that I've noticed about people in the health profession is that a lot of them have a uh, have a very strong lack of understanding of cannabis Um, that's something that to me is very odd. Um, especially because where I live, it's been legal for a while now and for like multiple years. And it's kind of interesting that they don't educate themselves about it. And a lot of them don't really see it as medicinal in any way. Um, or don't even like seem to explore that it could potentially be something medicinal. They kind of just, like, want you to take what they want you to take. Um, and I've never... That's something that I've never really fully understood. But anyways, I'm I'm rambling. I know, I'm sorry. But that's just kind of what was on my mind. Um, some reason, reading these uh, pages kind of put all that on my mind. Um, and so I wanted to talk about because uh, I didn't have a whole lot to say, but that was kind of what was on my mind. Um, so basically on pages 86 to 87, um, the main topic they discuss is repetition for mastery. Um, and so it's like they talk about, you know, most of the things we've learned in our lives that we get good at is because we've repeated them often and that's how we improved at it right we didn't just like see it and observe that like hey I don't really know how to whatever it may be like write in cursive or something like that 
like most of us had to write like letter by letter and keep writing like on the different lines and do this for like quite a while until we kind of understood how to actually write like that smoothly so that you're not like looking back at the manual and like okay this is an a this is an r you know like you memorized it after a while um and um i like how on page 87 it talks about your own body is a manifestation of god um that to me seems to be a very powerful uh, topic because you know right before that they started talking about you know do what feels good for your body do what your body needs you know focus on what your body actually needs you to be doing and I believe when they say body they mean just like your whole self not just like your physical body but it's like if psychologically you need time take time you know right now I mean I, I talk to my close friends about this but right now in all honesty, I am in the weirdest ego struggle that I've ever had because, you know, um, you know, people who are maybe like me in the Western world who grew up, you know, as millennials with this kind of um, expectation that, you know, you're going to go to school, you're going to get a degree, you might get a couple degrees, then you're going to go into a field and you're going to work your way up in that field you know until you're pretty financially stable and successful and you're going to retire in that field you know most people I know not all well a great a great amount of people I know that are that are millennials a lot of us are on our second or third career um that's not uncommon I think a lot of us maybe embarked on a third career during the Rona when we realize what we really kind of have passions about and a lot of us before that were in like a second career and a lot of us before that were in school for some reason going into a field and then maybe we took a hard left or a hard right or whatever happened along the way like I've had friends uh in a lot of fields that aren't in the field that they got their bachelor's in or the field that they were you know thinking they were going to be in um you kind of develop interest in different things and life kind of just leads you into certain jobs um but for me the weirdest ego struggle that I'm having is this kind of toss-up between following what I need to follow for my own self for my own body for my own mind uh for my own soul and then having such this strong connection towards needing to make money and wanting to appear successful and kind of like you know at the same level as peers you know because I've got a lot of friends that are that are successful I mean we live in Southern California we live in a very expensive environment so most of the people I know are working pretty hard to try to make quite a bit of money and even if you're making like 15 to 18 dollars an hour usually you can't really live off that out here and that is almost decent money for a lot of places in the US if you're making like $18 an hour you're I mean now I don't know with the economy I don't really know like the cost of living everywhere but out here you can't really live off that independently without like sharing housing or like doing stuff like that like you usually have to be making like really if you're making like near $40 an hour 
And if you consider like after taxes, usually about $40 an hour, you can kind of get like a studio, maybe one bedroom out here and still be able to kind of afford the other stuff you need as well as save a little bit. Um, if that's your only source of income, uh, from one job, uh, making that much money a month, uh, making that much money hourly, full time with benefits. That's pretty much what that looks like. Um, and so to make that amount of money, usually you have to have some kind of education or a lot of experience or a lot of skills that you've developed uh, to be able to kind of get that kind of pay rate or, you know, build something from the ground up by yourself and learn how to do that so that you can get the pay that you feel like you need so you can live independently. So there's definitely this pressure to be like, oh, like millennials and Western culture living in a city. Like usually it's like, okay, you're expected to kind of have your own place, your own spot or have a partner and you're kind of like living together and having your own spot and being able to afford that. And, you know, I'm kind of in this situation where I'm like, okay, I could take a, take a couple job op opportunities that won't pay me what I need to be paid to live independently. And I'd still have to have housemates, but I'd still have money and be able to afford to party and do all this other stuff. Uh, but I'd also not have the time and energy to take care of myself the way that I need to for my own personal health because I'd be so overwhelmed and bogged down by these jobs or the one job, but one of the two jobs because I couldn't take both of them because they're both full time. But basically, if I took one of them, that would be the scenario. And I would maybe feel better about myself, like ego wise, I'd be like, yeah, I'm working full time in this career position but mind you these positions I would not be able to move up so even if I stayed there five years ten years I would never be able to become like a director or an owner of anything I would stay at the same position forever basically I would be required to get licensed that would be the only way to bump me up to a higher position but that would also mean taking that time to get licensed and taking all these exams and then going into uh and it takes years to get licensed and then going into um either a, a private practice or group practice or something like that and so that's a whole process in and of itself that I would be forced to do to participate in um that I don't want to do like I don't want to be a licensed clinician you know I don't really want to do clinical work uh like that I feel like the version of clinical work I do is this kind of stuff where I'm talking about things that are psychologically potentially potentially psychologically beneficial for people for food for thought and I do some volunteer work with like seven cups uh, for certain underserved populations of groups of people um, just to kind of provide some kind of emotional peer support on there um, but I don't and I write, but I don't really do a lot of, you know, office clinical clinic, clinic care, like in clinic care through like a county site or anything like that. I'm not really interested in doing that. So, um, yeah, taking care of your mind and your body and all those things is very important. It's very important to do. But the struggle that I run into is 
you know, my ego tells me, yeah, like, this doesn't really look good. Like, it doesn't really look good to be, like, not having a traditional job or not having, like, you know, a traditional nine to five or not having, like, all these other things that I see other people having. And then another part of me is like, well, this is what I need for my schedule right now so that I can pick and choose you know, how I feel on what days and then tailor my schedule according, like I need so much flexibility right now to be able to kind of like take care of my health the way that I need to. Otherwise, you know, like I'm learning, like I'm noticing that like, I don't feel evenly, you know, um, evenly energetic and, you know, happy and like, uh, like I'm able to smoothly go through every day. Even it's not even like some days I have way more energy than others. Some days I have way less energy than others. And like I said in the beginning, it's about like making sure that all the smaller choices I make are pretty much on point to try to make sure that I can predict how I'm going to feel in the next hours for the rest of the day. And then the next day, um, versus just winging it and seeing like, oh, maybe I'm going to eat a bunch of Oreos between breakfast and lunch. And then I'm going to wonder why I don't feel good by like 5 PM. I'm going to be like, why do I feel this way? I feel like crap, you know? So, um, just kind of noticing things like that where I'm like, okay, like I kind of understand where I go wrong a lot of the time, but, um, I'm not actually, um, like, I'm not actually, like, making, making those mistakes, like, on purpose so much. It's just, I'm trying to get to a point where it's not, like, so instantaneous of a decision where I'm just, like, oh, look, cookies, and just, like, start eating them. Or, oh, look, we got a new box of chips. Like, my folks get, like, those boxes of variety chips of, like, 60 chips or whatever, and it's, like, you know, it's too tempting. It's like, get this away, you know? Like, I'm going to eat it, obviously. If it's there, I'm not going to be able to avoid it as much as I as I want to. So things like that, like trying to make the decisions. But with page 87, how it says your body, your sorry, your own body is a manifestation of God. And talking about, you know, paying attention to your body and not really making those instantaneous that's how I take it. Like, don't make those instantaneous bad decisions. Like, think them through a little bit more. Think through the decisions a little bit more. Be a little bit mindful with every decision. One thing I'm trying to work on, too, is doing less multitasking. Because I notice I just, like, when I'm doing one thing, I have this kind of desire or, like, I don't know if it's an impulse. It's almost an impulse, but I can resist it. I don't think I'm that uncomfortable with it, but I've gotten into a bad habit of multitasking. So it's like, say, for example, you know, I come home, you know, I want to eat lunch at home, you know, and I might watch a movie while I'm eating lunch. Now, do I need to watch a movie? No. Can I sit there in silence and eat my food? Yes. Um but it's just kind of like a thing that I do, you know, it's like, it's fun to watch a movie and eat. It's fun to watch an episode of some show and eat. A lot of people do that, right? 
And that's one example of multitasking. And another example is, you know, in the mornings, like when I'm getting ready and stuff, like sometimes, you know, I'll put on like, I I don't want to be rude, but I've kind of stopped listening to Ken Coleman's show. Uh, Don't shoot me over that. I, I, I was liking it and I enjoyed it for a time. I'm putting it down for now. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it that I just can't really vibe with. I don't really understand exactly what, but lately I've been just kind of like the topics feel a little negative or they feel a little like superficial and like weird to me. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just the topics lately, but I'm just kind of like, I don't really want to hear about the kind of articles that he's reviewing like to me they're kind of not my cup of tea anymore they kind of were but now they're kind of like I feel like I don't get direct value out of thinking about why do Gen Z people in Gen Z prefer you know entrepreneurial work like what does that have to do with me you know what I mean it's like I don't really know um I mean other than like content creation like to create content for people who might be from Gen Z and, you know, things that might appeal to them that might be helpful to them. I don't really see any other reasons why I would need to know that. That's really the only reason I could think of is to like make something that would be helpful for a younger generation. Because I, I have started kind of wanting to do projects like that where it's like, you know, appealing to Gen Z and kind of like trying to be like this next generation of you know if I have something that can help them or that I can say because I learn a lot from Gen Z on my own like I don't like directly know anybody who's like a Gen Zer um that I that's in my personal social circles right now like I know like you know um some of my friends have kids and things like that that are like of Gen Z but most of the people I know are kind of my own age that I hang out with, um, or still within like the millennial range. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't really have this like negative view of, of Gen Zers. I don't look at them and look down on them and be like, man, like, why are they like this? They don't want to work. And like, like, there's a part of me that kind of gets, that kind of gets it. And I'm just like, like these guys have figured it out that we're in this freaking matrix, you know, and it's not working. Like it works if you're at the top, you know, or it works if you just kind of shut off your brain and just go through the motions. But I feel like most of us during the Rona kind of realized, you know, we started realizing what we really value and that's why so many people were changing a lot in their lives you saw so many people unfortunately have to get divorced because they're like I'm spending all this time with this person living in this house with this person I don't want to be here I don't want to be with them you know like the more time you're together it just wasn't working the financial strains you know people started spending their money differently realizing hey when I can't do anything what do I actually feel like doing? Okay, things like gardening and personal development and, you know, maybe working on my health. A lot of people got into mental health um, support. 
receiving mental health support. And I don't think, I mean, I think there was a lot of it because people needed that support, but also I feel like people started becoming open to it and they started realizing that they could work on themselves. Like they could learn things from professionals that could help them to actively work on themselves and, you know, work towards what they value. And, you know, I feel like Gen Zers have figured out they know what they value and they know what they want to do. And they're not really just going to settle just because everybody says, go to school, get a degree, go get a job, you know, with that degree and just suck it up and do that because that's what you were told to do. They're like, well, we can sit here on our computers or like think of ideas to creatively make money and support ourselves. And I'd rather grind on my own personal projects and on my own you know, creative, you know, endeavors and have that support my life, support my life with passion, not, not necessarily with, um, like fleeting dreams. It's not like a, like, oh, this is like a fantasy kind of world where like they're, they're not really thinking it through, but I feel like also there's not a lot of content out there that kind of trains people to think for themselves and actually like build for themselves. Cause a lot of people can do that and they will do that if they aren't worked to the bone so hard that they don't have energy to do it. And I'm noticing that in this time period that I'm having that I'm like, okay, well, when I'm not, when I'm not like under the pressure of a client caseload or under the pressure of something else, like I was thinking, oh man, I'm going to struggle so hard having time away from like a nine to five job because it's going to be so hard for me because I might fall into depression and want to sleep in every day and not wake up. And it's like, I wake up earlier now than I did when I was working a nine to five. It's 8.42 PM right now. And I'm working on podcasts and writing and cause I'm passionate about it and I want to do it. And, you know, if it were, if it were a nine to five where somebody was telling me you have to do this at this time, you have to do that at that time. I mean, there is a benefit to that, but also it's like, I mean, it's hard to do it that way when you don't really care to do certain tasks. When it's like, what am I getting out of this? How is this benefiting my personal development just to sit here and do this job, this other job, this nine to five that I'm like assigned to do just so I can pay my rent or whatever. It's like, I kind of, I, I feel that I get that. I understand why people want to do their own thing because it, it feels better. There's more value to it. I feel like your life can be a lot healthier. It might be more stressful too, but it's kind of because of how our society is set up currently that it's like, well, you have to be making all this money for things to work, um, smoothly, but also you can, if you can scale your own income you're not saying hey i need to make i i can only make 15 dollars an hour regardless how hard i work i'm only going to make 15 dollars an hour at a job that pays 15 dollars an hour you know it's not like that if you kind of have your own things that you can scale then sometimes you can make more money based on the effort you put in and if it's something that you love doing you'll be up sometimes later 
creating content and working not like working like so much that you're not sleeping or anything I'm not saying that you don't need to balance your life but it's kind of like you'll work more when you love what you're doing I mean I love my my schedule you know I'm I'm happy when I wake up like I wake up and I rarely go back to sleep it's like I don't care if it's 5 30 in the morning I'm like six o'clock in the morning let's have some coffee let's start podcasting like that's what I want to do you know I don't I'm not like oh let me go back to sleep just like five more minutes just like 10 more minutes like I will lay there a little bit but I'm actually like excited to start my day and when I was working I was like man like when I was starting work remotely at eight o'clock I would have my alarm set for however long it took me to brew coffee um go to the bathroom while I'm brewing coffee and log into my computer while the coffee's while the coffee's cooling off so maybe like 20 minutes before work I was like like struggling to get out of bed and I'm like dude like you know I rarely am still in bed at 7 40 a.m just like trying to get out of bed I'm like I've been up for like an hour or two by that point most days you know like I'm ready to go I want to go like I want to do this I want to go out and make some cash doing these other things and use that cash to support my other projects that's what I want to do I enjoy myself doing it will I do this forever I don't know well is it something I can, can sustain forever I don't know but it's worth trying I feel like and I I feel like a lot of Gen Zers kind of have that same attitude where they're like you know, they've been raised online and they see the potential of what you can do with your own creativity and kind of with your own passions. And it's not like a pipe dream where you're just like, oh, like, I wish, I wish, I wish. It's like a lot of Gen Zers are so, um, you know, uh, skilled and very, you know, um, they have a lot of skills, a lot of life skills. And a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people who are boomers, you know, you know, and other generations look at look at Gen Zers and they're like, man, like they don't have they don't know how to do anything. Dude, ask them to build you a website. Ask them to like ask them about content creation. Ask them about, you know, marketing content. Ask them about all these types of things. They know about it. They know how to do it. They could they could do this just because it's what they know how to do. You know, there's a lot of skills that they have, and I'm not just talking online skills, but definitely, you know, they have a lot more skills than, you know, it's not like they're just sitting around all day watching television. Like, I feel like television is something that most of us don't, I don't know, maybe a lot of people watch it, but I don't. I know a lot of people that don't watch TV, and maybe that's just, you know, like people watch shows, but it's more like apps and through apps and like different stuff like that. But, um yeah I just I try not to 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 shit on Gen Zers because I'm like dude like I admire them like I really do um I'm not one of them I'm kind of old um I'm in my late 30s but you know I'm gonna be 40 very soon and you know but I do admire the work that they put in um and so yeah. Um yeah, so these pages were talking about focus on healing of the body and doing right by your own body. Um that is something that 
you know, I feel like most of us are kind of taught to ignore doing right by your own body. A lot of us are unfortunately taught, you know, um, let the pressures of, you know, capitalism kind of lead your, lead what you're going to do. And I feel like that's kind of where I am right now. I'm kind of in this state of, you know, do I go with my passions or do I go with the pressure of capitalism? Uh, But already, I mean, I'm already kind of odd. Like, I'm already kind of that person that, like, people can't really peg, like, what is up with you? Like, people try to get to know me, and I I get it a lot that people are often just like, you're kind of kind of a little bit of an oddball a little bit awkward a little bit strange um I like to think I like to create most people I know don't really care about that kind of stuff they like to consume and buy stuff and you know I kind of don't care about any of that most of the time I'm like I have a I have a problem with like letting things get so raggedy that I like I have to like go out of my way to be like oh shoot maybe I should like not wear this because it has holes in it you know like it's not that I don't care about my appearance but it's just like I don't think about it like that like I got some shirts that I really liked and then um, on one of my friend's birthdays they were like the last three times I've seen you you've been wearing the same outfit and I was like that's right I bought these shirts like a year or two like a year and a half ago these shirts are actually old even though they're my newest shirts probably they're they're the shirts I like the most but I really only have three of them and I only really wear those three t-shirts when I'm like out of the house or I have some button downs that are kind of new and stuff but it's like I have clothes that like I have to like think about it and I'm like okay last time when I went and did this I kind of wore this other thing I need to like switch it up a little bit or like okay like this is kind of falling apart like I don't know how many times I've told myself I need to like get another wallet because it's literally ripping and like I've had the same freaking wallet since like Miller's Outpost existed like in seventh grade or something like I it's like I just don't care like there's some stuff I'm like I just don't care you know like to really upgrade things like if it's still working I don't care (laughs) you know that's how I've kept my car for like 21 freaking years it's like do I really need to spend money upgrading this like I've spent plenty of money doing other things that I really enjoyed and found valuable I don't think I would have found it that valuable to spend like $30,000 on a on a brand new car you know it's like I'd rather spend $30,000 going to raves like and traveling around and snowboarding like to me that's a lot more fun but I don't know everyone everyone has their own things that they enjoy but um yeah I know I'm a bit of an oddball and I think a bit strangely compared to a lot of people I spend a lot of time in my own mind I like to spend time thinking and you know challenging different things that I've learned like not necessarily to challenge them like in a negative way but you know and to be like down with this and down with that but you know sometimes I'm like I see that certain things aren't working for me and then I look around more and I'm like well they're not working for any of us so like why is nobody talking about this (laughs) you know it's like well if we're all suffering from these same things then why do we keep doing them you know and I think that's one of the things is like we our bodies deteriorate our minds are deteriorating so many people need help you know so many people need to slow life down 
So many people need to take a year off or take a break or take six months off or take three months off. I mean, it's not ideal for me to like stay at home with my folks and like, you know, do what I'm doing. But it's like, well, I found ways to make money to support what I need to do. So I'm making money that way. And that's just how it's going to be like. And it doesn't look glamorous, but I'm able to take care of my body and take care of my mind at this time while I'm doing these things. And so it's, um, you know, it's something that I'm trying to come to terms with. Uh, and there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure for me to like, to like try to change it, to look like what everybody else is doing. But also I have never, I've almost never done anything that looks like what anybody else is doing. I mean, I'm a female. I don't dress like hardly any females I've ever met. Um, I don't have the same clothing style. I don't have the same interests as most females I know. Most people who are my ethnicity and race usually kind of have other, stereotypically have other things that they might be interested in or other spaces that they find themselves in. I've rarely found anybody who is like me in most of the spaces where I hang out. Um, I mean, we exist. We're out there, but it's like, we tend to people like me tend to kind of have a very eclectic taste for you know social types of experiences like I like knowing a little bit of every kind of person you know I'm not very comfortable when I'm with like too much homogenous anything like I like I like I like the rainbow all the time you know it's like if I'm going to go to some religious service, I want it to be other people of other religions, too. I don't want it to be like, oh, all these people are this religion. Like, no, I want to go to a religious function where there's all types of religions. It's like they don't really have stuff like that. Usually people stick to their own, you know. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's really hard to explain. Um, I kind of just do me. Um... There was a quote that I wanted to end with, but I don't know if I'm going to find it because it's dark and I'm trying to read this. Okay, so um, um, so page 88, it says the four agreements are a summary of the mastery of transformation. One of the masters sorry one of the masteries of the Toltec and so basically it's explaining that you know you transform hell into heaven um and basically where your mind is and how you kind of treat yourself is kind of how things are going to unfold um so it's not going to be likely that we can neglect everything about us every kind of natural thing about us just neglect it and then expect that our lives are gonna look the way that we want them to look you know um and then it also mentions those other agreements you know um uh you know about being impeccable with your word um not taking anything personally not making assumptions always doing your best um, and then your life just completely always falling apart if, if you're following those, um, if you're following those four agreements and, um, 
I'm not too familiar with Toltec culture. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm pretty ashamed to say that I think the only maybe like prejudiced version of exposure to Toltec culture, and I don't even know if it was Toltec, but I think there was this show, it was like a game show on Nickelodeon or something called Legends of the Hidden Temple, and I think the there was like some rock that was talking and I think his name was Olmec or something like that um I don't know if that was supposed to be Toltec culture I don't really know like um let me look that up because I don't even really know what I'm talking about when I say that but for some reason that's I don't know why I'm thinking that maybe because maybe because the name Olmec sounds like Toltec but let me see if I can look that up at all um, um, I'm looking it up right now. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's from 1993. Um, I don't know. Uh, Let me see. I don't know what kind of culture it was supposed to be. Let me look up Olmec. If I look up Olmec and Toltec. Well, there's one thing. Let me see. So it says, who were the Toltecs and Olmecs? The Toltec civilization was a civilization sandwiched between the Olmec civilization and Aztec civilization that controlled Mesoamerica from the 1900s CE through 1100s CE. They used knowledge handed down to them from the Olmecs to create a culture and society that was highly advanced, religious, and warlike. Um, and so, yeah, if the Toltec, so basically this book that we're looking at is based on, you know, Toltec wisdom and if the Toltecs got a lot of their wisdom from the Olmecs, then that would be technically where it, where a lot of maybe some of their traditions and beliefs came from. But, um, yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how that came to my mind that legends of the hidden temple and Olmec was that head that was talking, that rock, that stone head that was talking. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, if they mentioned that or if I just thought of that or if I heard it somewhere else before. But yeah, I guess it, it, there is some kind of relation. Um, but I don't know why that came to my mind. Like, um, but it's very interesting, you know. I find it to be very interesting. Um, because a lot of ancient civilizations 
that disappeared or got wiped out or whatever happened because there's a variety of things that happen to different cultures um there's so much wisdom that we don't get in mainstream western society and i think that's why you know when i'm talking about this book a lot of people gravitate towards it it's like it's hard for me to take my western mind out of these things and be like because i'm i'm i can only give one interpretation you know even when i'm trying to think outside of the box and trying to like apply these things to my own life it's like i already know we're stuck in this western capitalistic culture so it's like at the end of the day i've still got to try to make sure i can eat and live in this culture while even if i learn new wisdom from other cultures where it's like do all these things and i'm like yes this is the type of stuff that makes sense to do and then you're on the other side with somebody just like ah, just ignore just ignore everything and work 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 you know even if you're not getting paid just work if you have no passion for this just work you know work and do what you got to do to pay the bills and then you know don't pay attention to your mindfulness or anything like that just zone out in front of the tv when you get home and then eat crappy food from crappy places and don't exercise and like that's kind of the the message that a lot of us get in western culture or like you get so stressed out that you're not able to really control all of that because it's like you know the more stressed out a person gets the more impulsive they're likely going to get with those decisions so even when i know that i'm not making the best decisions sometimes I'll sometimes still do it because it's like, you know, it feels good, you know, and usually it's supplementing for some other thing that I'm lacking. Like when I don't sleep well, I'm going to want to eat a lot of sugary, crappy foods. When I don't exercise, I'm going to, you know, want to eat certain, like your body wants to eat certain stuff to give you the energy that you're not getting you know, so if you're not sleeping well, you're going to want to eat fattier, sugarier foods because your body's like, you might need some fat and sugar because you seem like your energy is kind of low. Let me help you boost this up. And so you're going to crave that kind of stuff. You know, if you exercise, you know, it's going to relieve more tension. You're going to feel a lot more um, alert and clear. And so then your body's not necessarily going to need to try to supplement for the fatigue and all that like stress it's not going to need to supplement from it it's not going to need to supplement it with other unhealthy stuff you're going to want to eat different things because of that and because when you start eating healthier stuff you start acting differently behaving differently and having different tasks that you want to do um you get more creative you get more mental energy you get more physical energy you want to exercise more because it feels good you want fresh air you don't want to sit inside in a room with the windows shut you know (laughs) like you want to actually like do things when you feel good you know you want to socialize you want to go out and meet with your friends you know you don't want to impulsively spend all your money you'll be able to kind of save a little bit better to actually do things that you that you desire that you feel like you actually want to pay to do versus like I'm just paying to go out for drinks and like party with my friends and like get plastered because like it takes my mind off of things and it's like well if you don't have to take your mind off of things then where's your money gonna go it's gonna go to other things that you can actually sit and think about and enjoy doing instead of like taking your mind off of 
off of the rest of your your life for for that matter you know it's like like because when I think about things like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with drinking or uh, there's nothing wrong with drinking or anything wrong with it or whatever I'm just saying like I think about it just if I take a step back it's like I can't tell you how many times you know when I was really stressed probably like like four or five years ago working at a certain workspace where I would go out with friends you know we'd all drop our cars at our houses you know take a quick shower and then rally and meet up at at a bar and just drink and like you know it's like oh the week is over let's just forget you know let's let's bitch and moan about our job and then sit here and drink and drink and then forget you know and then that's how you would start the weekend and then just like go through the weekend like that just like forgetting how the week was like I don't want to sit home and be mindfully meditating on my crappy week I want to go out with my friends and get plastered and then Monday rolls around and I'm like cool you know like and maybe every so often whatever like it's not like gonna be a big deal but you know it's like if I'm never sitting with my problems and trying to figure out how to get out of that situation of how to manage the stress or how to like like tailor my schedule so that I I'm actually like coping with the stress versus like avoiding it at all costs all the time and damaging my brain as a method you know even if it is temporary damage it's like you're literally poisoning your brain and your body so that you don't remember you know it's like I don't want to sound like extreme or like I'm judgmental about drinking I, I I'll have a drink like I don't really care like but you know that's kind of what it is like when you take a step back from it it's like oh that's what I do on a Friday night and a Saturday night is like I have to do this just so I can go back to work on Monday and then repeat it again every weekend it's kind of like how am I gonna learn from that how am I gonna get out of that cycle like something's got to give right um because you can't keep that up for like years well you can but um, you can't really keep that up and, and grow from it, you know, um, the same with eating. It's like, just eat unhealthy until the doctor comes up with all these lab results. And it's just like, whoa, you need to eat better. And you're deficient on all these things, or these levels are too high, or these levels are too low. And it's like, yeah, I noticed that mentally, I don't feel always clear and alert and great because I'm not always eating the best and doing what I need for my body and my mind so if I'm not doing what I need for my body and mind I can't expect my body and mind to be operating the way that I want them to you know like that's just how it is because I'm not putting the energy into it and so I don't know like that's that's kind of my very long-winded explanation of kind of how I would interpret those few pages um I feel like I kind of owe you guys like a long a long episode because I have not posted any episodes on these topics for a very long length of time and you know I was actually gonna sit here and read the book in three pages at a time and go through and just like record for the whole week Um, and then I decided that sounds like it's too much speed through this. So I'm going to try and keep posting these episodes. I do intend to get through the book 
I just don't, I don't want to say how long it's really going to take me because I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have to take more breaks. Um, it kind of just depends how my life is, how my lifestyle is going. Let me see. Let me see how many more, um, I forgot how many pages this book has. Um, let me see how many more pages we have. So... The book ends kind of at page 138 or so. Um, I th think like around 138 is where it ends because that's the chapter that has to do with prayer. Um. Yeah, so we're, um, we're more than, we're more than halfway done, but, um, at three pages at a time, it does take up a while, um, but I think it does help to break it up into smaller bits, but, yeah, I hope it didn't, like, screw anybody up with me taking almost a month from posting, um, it's just... You know, I've kind of got to, I'm, I'm trying to, like, level out what I need to do for myself, too. So, um, I'm trying not to, like, overly strain. Like, I'm trying to push, push my limits when I can and then pull back when I need to and try to kind of gauge what that feels like and what that looks like for myself because I'm not fully clear on it. I'm not fully clear about, like, what do I need to do, like, um you know, at what times, so, yeah, guys, um, I'll be posting this one, and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode, and thanks so much for listening.